Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, it's a two-bell Tuesday. The Colts, they have moved on from what was a flawed draft strategy to a new draft strategy. We'll talk about that a little bit. Chris Ballard obviously changed tactics in this draft. What, how do we measure whether this draft is a success? How do we do that early on? One year after a draft, it's still really, really hard to see success from failure. But how can we see early on whether Chris Ballard's latest draft was a success? We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about the Cubs. We'll talk about, uh, obviously, Anthony Richardson a little bit. He's kind of the star of the draft, and so obviously we're going to do that. Uh, we will talk about all manner of things. Uh, Steph versus LeBron, of course. Mel Kuyper. You know, on Two Big Brains yesterday, Dan Dockich and I talked a little bit about Mel Kuyper and well, Mel, why Mel Kuyper deserves a little bit more respect than maybe he receives from the general uh, NFL fan. We'll talk about uh, Raleigh Burgess, who is 6'10 from Cincinnati. He's committed to Purdue. Purdue getting some work done early in the class of 2024. We'll talk about all that. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. You call Jared Johnson. You say, I got a problem. Poop won't move through my pipes. What's going on? My hot water heater is broken. Anything that involves conveying water in or conveying water out, Jared Johnson, an absolute expert, give him a call, 610-8809. Wait, area code 765-610-8809. Hit the subscribe button, reached another level of subscribers, just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Likes, we love likes. If you like the video, hit the like button and hit the bell if you want an an alert every time we go live or post a video. Colts, they got players talking tomorrow. We'll post them. We'll, you know, we'll be there for goodness sake. We'll be there Friday for rookie mini camp. Can't wait to see these guys on the field a little bit, see what they look like. How big is Blake Freeland? We'll find out on Friday. He's 6'8", like 315. Does he look skinny? Is he like Ulrich John? I don't know. We're going to find out whether he can play or not moving forward. But we're going to see how big he is on Saturday. If you want to make a donation, make a comment, ask a question, we welcome those as well. All right, uh, 14 players signed as undrafted free agents. Those included, uh, or in addition to, actually, Emil Echior from Cathedral and Alabama. 
uh, people are saying that the uh, the Colts need to sign a veteran right guard. I don't think so. I think Ekior is going to be a guy who can get that done, to tell you the truth. Or Freeland. Or Witt. You, you've got guys who are going to be able to like walk in, be a right guard. And let's, let's face it, Will Fries, while he wasn't great last year, maybe that set him up for some success at right guard this year. But I think that uh, there are enough hands on deck that somebody, including Danny Pitter, for God's sake, who wasn't great at right guard, they can walk in and and be quality right guards. Ekior is a guy from Cathedral High School, from Alabama, who who like started 40 games at Alabama. He was thought to be a fourth-round pick. He lasted all the way through the draft, was signed as an undrafted free agent. He's a guy who could walk in the door and be your starting right guard. Fourth-round picks start. At right guard. You don't have to be the sixth overall pick to start a guard. Maybe a do for the Colts, but not for anybody else. You can be a fourth rounder and, and walk in the door and be the best right guard that a team has. Let's hope that uh, somebody currently on the roster is capable of filling that role. Ballard, we talked about it in the open. He changed strategies. He, he changed his dogma a little bit in this draft, and you could see it. He prized in this draft athleticism over all else. Now, they're not going to draft a, a great athlete with bad character. They're not going to do that. That is a thing that Chris Ballard's just not going to do. But he took three cornerbacks. One, not terribly fast, but he can jump out the gym. He's got big, long arms. He's tall. Julius Brents, Juju Brents, can play a little bit. He played at Warren Central High School, also played this past year at, at Kansas State, and he can play a little bit. And, and so, not terribly fast, but we'll see if the other traits lead to a starting level cornerback. If not, you know what? Rush, Darius Rush, is a guy with elite athletic traits. Tall, rangy, a guy who ran, runs a sub uh, four four forty. So he's a guy who can do that. He's a guy who athletically profiles toward being a starting level cornerback. You talk about Blake Freeland, another really, really good athlete. And and so athleticism has become kind of the that uh, true north for the Indianapolis Colts. And that wasn't the case. Over the last pre over the previous six drafts for, for Chris Ballard, athleticism was not the top of the uh, priority pyramid for the Colts. It is now. And I think that that's a really, really smart change by Chris Ballard. I know Julius, Juju Brents, only a four, what was it, a four, five, three, 40 at the combine. I get it. You want a cornerback who can run a little bit faster than that, but maybe he plays faster than that. Let's hope that he does. Uh, because if he doesn't, he's just kind of another Rocky scene, and we don't need another Rocky scene. We don't need another Rocky scene. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. 
Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You know, this is a good change for the Colts. You cannot win without elite-level elite athletes on the field. You just can't. And the Colts, they're trying to raise the level of athleticism on the field. And by doing that, I I think that they're going to win more football games. You can't win less than four, can you? I guess you can. You You can win three, you can win two, you can win one. And Pro Football Focus thinks right now that the Colts are are going to draft third next year. And that does not bode well for what this team is or what it will become. But I think it's going to be more interesting this year. And I, I think that this sea change in draft priorities really bodes well for the Colts and puts the Colts in a position where over the next several years, they can really stockpile some guys who can play. And that's what led to the tra- the trading back in the draft. What what the Colts wanted to do was, look, you need, if you have a dearth of athletes, you've got to go get more athletes. So you trade back so you can get more picks. They didn't get more picks for next year and the year after, in 24 and 25. They went out and got more picks for this year because they felt that this draft was deep in terms of athleticism. So they went out and they got athletes. We mentioned it, but I think, you know what, the right guard position is going to be okay. What, Honest to God, what are we doing if we're talking about right guard? This was a 4-12-1 team. It wasn't 4-12-1 because the right guard position didn't excel. That's not what happened. You know what I mean? Oh, we got a big hole. Gaping hole at right guard. Of course we went 4-12. You cannot win in the National Football League without a right guard. No. That's not the way the NFL works. You have more profound problems than that. You couldn't get to the quarterback. You couldn't put meaningful pressure on the quarterback throughout games. You couldn't keep pressure off your quarterback. What the Colts have done is they've mitigated some of that by going out and getting a guy, whether he can throw the football accurately and consistently or not, he's going to be able to move in the pocket in a way that is going to mitigate a leaky offensive line just a little bit. That's a good thing. Even if Anthony Richardson gets sacked 30 times, there are going to be times that pressure is going to allow him gaps that he can take advantage of in gaining positive yardage. He is not going to be a statue back there, as was Jacoby Brissett, as was Phillip Rivers, uh, as was Matt Ryan. Carson Wentz really wasn't a, he wasn't a statue, but he was not the fleet of foot guy that he was before he tore his ACL when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Adetamoa Adebore 
if he can play at all, he's a really interesting guy at defensive tackle and gives defensive tackle depth to the Colts. This is a guy who can flat run. 4-5, a defensive tackle who can run a sub 4-5-40. I don't know what you do with that, but it's better to be fast than to be slow. It's better to be relentless than to be than to succumb, right? And and so Edatamoa is a guy who who is going to be really really interesting as an Indianapolis Colt. He dropped. They, the people projected that guy to be a, a late first round, early second round pick. He lasted all the way into the fourth round. Uh, Daily Wright, good stuff, sir. Plus nine hundred for Richardson, offensive rookie of the year. You know what? I think he's going to get an opportunity. I think Bryce Young will. I think C.J. Stroud will. And I think Anthony Richardson will. I don't know where else you get the offense. It isn't going to be a running back. It isn't going to be a wide receiver, I don't think. I think it's going to be one of the rookie quarterbacks. And there are only three of them that really have that kind, at least at this point, that we look at and say has the the kind of standing within the NFL community that they're going to get uh, the requisite opportunity to win uh, an award like the Offensive Player of the Year. But plus 900, I mean, you got an extra 100 bucks. Not a bad place to throw it, except here's the thing for that. You make that bet in early May. You are not going to cash that bet until January. So that's money just sitting there doing nothing for you with an opportunity to gain you some cash. But I always, I don't like those because the the payoff is not close to immediate. Um, Cubs won last night 5-1. to Dansby Swanson with three hits and a bomb. Drew Smiley, really good last night. He's 3-1 and one on the year. Cubs 15-13 and 13 on the season. They should be better than that, I think. Uh, Steph versus LeBron, that's good theater. That's a lot of fun, and we better enjoy it while it's here. LeBron, 38 years old, Steph Curry, 35, coming off that 50-point game in Game 7 against the Sacramento Kings. That was really fun to watch. I don't watch a lot of NBA playoffs if the Pacers aren't playing in it, but that was really, really fun. That was a good time. Uh, Mel Kuyper, right or wrong, he has made watching the NFL draft a lot of fun. He got, I guess, we were talking about it on on Two Big Brains, uh, Dan Dockich and I yesterday, go to the Two Big Brains channel and watch. We were talking about Kuiper, and and Dan cited that uh, he got one right in his mock draft. It doesn't matter. Right or wrong doesn't matter. He makes it more fun, and he has done that for 40 drafts. He started with ESPN in 1984 as a draft analyst. How much less fun would it be if we didn't have all these mock drafts, and he's really the father of that stuff. And and still, really, really interesting, a peculiar performer, but that's the magic of Mel Kuyper. That's the fun of Mel Kuyper. So thanks to Mel Kuyper, who has made gone a long way toward making the NFL draft a whole lot more fun to watch. He and Todd McShay, McShay giving him crap uh, about the draft this year was just absolutely hilarious. Will Levis kept dropping and dropping and dropping despite the fact that Mel Kuyper loves him. <laughs> it's just good fun. You know, you got to be able to do You got to have a sense of humor about your ability to get stuff wrong in a mock draft because, look, it, it, who knows what all these general managers are going to do. Mel Kuyper clearly doesn't. Um, 
uh, Raleigh Burgess, 6'10", from Cincinnati, class of 24. He committed to Purdue. He joined Jack Benter from Brownstown Central and uh, Kanan Ketchings from Brownsburg. Kanan Ketchings is really, really good. I saw him play two years ago against Hamilton Southeastern uh, for Brownsburg, and I was like, who in the hell is that kid? So I looked him up and saw that he wasn't really projected as anything in, in recruiting. I was like, my God. Like, look at the heritage for this guy. He's unbelievable. He's, he's Tamika Ketching's nephew. He's Harvey Ketching's grandson. He is awesome. Really good. Great size. Great athleticism. Can play the game. He is uh, He's going to be really good for Purdue. And I keep asking, how does Indiana not get in on a guy like this? Why does Indiana not recruit Indiana kids at the level that Purdue does? I don't get it. Purdue keeps winning the Big Ten by three games. What is Indiana doing? Get in on Indiana kids who already know how to play basketball a little bit. What the hell are you doing? All right, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Oh, I got a little bit upset. I got a little rankled. Um, David Stein, happy birthday. Jody Quivy, happy birthday. Great Jody Quivy, worked with her at Entercom. Uh, B.C. Henschen, happy birthday. The great Mike Roeder, one of the finest youth baseball coaches in the history of renegade travel teams in Fishers, Indiana. Rob Kramer, happy birthday. Buzz Calkins, happy birthday. You know, about everybody that he coached, Mike Roeder. They didn't all play baseball in college, but almost all of them played something in college. That talks about athleticism, and that talks about a work ethic that was partially instilled by uh, Mike Roeder. Uh, Buzz Calkins, happy birthday. Michelle Ward-Copeland, happy birthday. And the great Ben Botts celebrating a birthday, now an assistant coach at Ball State, an outstanding point guard at Muncie Central and with the uh, Spee Central Stars back in the day, and a wonderful human being, Ben Bonds. I, I got to tell you, you got a kid, and you wonder, you know, I want to make sure I'm going to a good place and playing for good people. You could do a whole lot worse than Ball State with Michael Lewis and Ben Bonds. Uh, Sterling in the morning? Coming in, uh, what, at 7.07 this morning on WGCL Radio. If you're in the Monroe County area down in Bloomington, if not, you can go to WGCLradio.com and click to listen. And then later this afternoon, of course, Inside Indiana Sports Now. I think I mentioned this. I'm not sure. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Do that. Be good to each other. We'll talk to you in, good heavens, about 45 minutes. No, 40 minutes or so. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.